Hey, hey, hey! I'm Gilda. And I am Steph. And you are listening to Saturday Night High, the podcast where we get stoned and talk about Saturday Night Live. Yes, and this morning we are talking about Season 46, Episode 3, aired October 17th, 2020. Um, The host was Isa Rae, and the musical guest was Justin Bieber. I liked the episode certainly more than last week's. I thought the crowd was packed with Bieber fans as happens when there's like a young pop hit like such as Justin Bieber or BTS or One Direction although the One Direction crowd I recall being pretty cool but yeah no it's they're really fans of the musical act and not really of Saturday Night Live so it's really hard to do comedy in front of a bunch of people that might that they don't really seem to understand what you're doing so yeah well, Justin Bieber has gone through so much change oh. <laughs> He has. And I did kind of feel legitimately bad for him last night during, was it lonely? Yeah. Like, wow. That I felt like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Clearly he's been through some stuff. And while, you know, he was a shit of a little kid, if he's changed and he's not being a little shit anymore, although posting pictures that say when your best friend buys T Swift, that was less than a year ago. Uh, you're still a little bit of an asshole, but you know, maybe you've <laughs> maybe you've mostly shit. changed. Yeah, oh. he's growing. This is just a little warning, listener discretion advised. Uh, we will be discussing some not safe for work topics like sex, drugs, um, and other fun stuff. So be aware of who is around you while you're listening. Our pod art should be a pretty good clue that you might not want your children to listen to this yes so listen at your own discretion um we can now i guess start talking like get into it really the um the first sketch was like the dueling town halls from this week yeah i i wasn't totally i i don't know it wasn't the strongest cold open i agree um, it, I, I did like Jim Carrey's Joe Biden's dance for the kids on TikTok. I thought that was very Me too. Funny. I wrote that down. <laughs> um, surprise badass Savannah Guthrie. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she is, she, she's, uh, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump kept getting her name wrong. Uh, kept calling her Serengeti, even though woman, uh, Santana, Savannah, yes. Oh, wait, that's her name. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is my issue? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I just watched you smoke a fair bowl. That, that's yeah. your issue. It was from the dispensary. Not the Woo! <laughs> nice. What is it? Dardog. Oh, is it a hybrid? A sativa? Yeah. Nice. It is a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, I was smoking Oz's Orchard, and it's like an apple cinnamon spice. Oh, fuck. And it, it tasted so good, but I was in a bit of a grumpy mood earlier last night, and I realized that it was putting me in a grumpier mood than I was oh, no. in, and I don't know why. So I switched back to Black Mamba for the show and for the recording this morning, because I, I, I don't think Grumpy Gilda is what anyone wants. <laughs> no, not on a Sunday morning. Uh-uh. Nothing but the Lord today, folks. <laughs> 
Okay, so yeah, the cold open, it continued to cut back and forth between Donald Trump's shit show of a town hall to Joe Biden's actually really comforting town hall. And I I think each week that goes by, Jim Carrey looks more and more like Joe Biden, but there's still something off about his portrayal. And he's not, it, it feels like one of his old characters, like an Ace Ventura or something. It's, it, it feels like Jim Carrey. It doesn't feel like they're mocking Joe, but like he a- acting... I don't know. He was so distracted and telling stories from 1935. Like, that's not what I saw in the town hall on Thursday night. And I think, I mean, yes, is he a bit forgetful? Yeah, he's a 78-year-old dude. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, there, there's something that I, I, I like Woody Harrelson's Joe Biden a lot better. Mm. Yeah, one of the um, the things that he did was every time they cut back to him, he was dressed as a different cultural icon um so at one point you he's um he's mr rogers with the the sweater and they're all singing and then um he's bob ross and he's painting um and it was kind of funny to picture jim carrey just going through all those quick changes i did appreciate that yeah (laughs) and the mr rogers thing was a reference uh republican operative or someone a gop pundit made some comment that joe biden's town hall felt like watching an episode of mr rogers and everyone's like yeah it it was really nice seeing a leader that has empathy and compassion it was really wonderful that's not a bad thing so i really appreciated the sly mr rogers input into the cold open that was really wonderful that was nice and i liked how they also vented bob ross because he's just another one of those great great figures yeah just very happy calming reassuring happy little trees yeah um so yeah and then it switches to the trump town hall again but it's turned into wrestlemania and kate mckinnon's savannah guthrie is like hitting donald trump with a chair it was very it it, it took a turn towards the end i was like i what did i i didn't miss anything did i that that was a quick just shift it was weird it it was i felt like they just didn't know how else to really end this so true um, they used that and maya rudolph and they said that's it that's our cold open (laughs) it then went to the Issa Rae monologue which i thought was very cute you could tell she was nervous you could tell that this meant a lot to her you could tell she was happy to be there and made me smile yeah that was kind of funny when she was like, I'm the first black host of SNL and people clapped. I was like, wait a minute. Like, I was right. so like are they actually clapping? Or is right. This- it was like, wait, that's very clearly not true. Yeah. So Issa Rae was originally supposed to host back in March before uh, COVID hit the fan. So she, oh, I was, pre- you know, I was supposed to host back when I had season four of Insecure and two movies coming out. And now people ask me what I'm doing. It's, I don't know. Puzzles, bitch. What are you working on? And uh, yeah, I, it's it's so true. It's like, what are you working on? Well, I work a, po- a podcast due to quarantine. I knew you'd appreciate the puzzle one because you do enjoy a good puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, I do enjoy a good puzzle. We, we redid two that we had previously Whoa. done and put away and now they're framed. And then we've done a third since, which is also framed. So yeah, bring on the puzzles. <laughs> I also liked when she talked about fall of 2016 
and how it was like a good time for her. And she's like, yeah, it was kind of rude to be peaking right when democracy was collapsing. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah, 2016 seems like so freaking long ago. And now we're almost within two weeks of like when ballots have to be back and votes start getting counted. <laughs> although oh god I, I right like i'm so relieved yet at the same time it's like oh no 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 it can't be two weeks away we need more time we need a bigger lead <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm scared i know no matter what happens i don't like it <laughs> I, I have literally already taken the day after election day off nice. I, I can't i cannot do that again i oh my god that was a nightmare no so many people called out that day and we were so short-staffed and oh. every everyone was just like so upset and I was like wait where would you have and I'm like oh you would have been at school yeah I went in and fucking there was literally a group of fucking boys with fucking American flag gear and fucking celebrating and shit it was horrific I was like I need to leave like yep. this is it was it was 7 30 in the morning and they're celebrating mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> nope. and we opened and right at 9 30 someone came through the door and he was wearing a shirt that said grab her by the pussy <gasps> Fuck! yep and do you, you remember i love her i think about her every single day <laughs> i actually think about her quite often too i i, I don't know why but i do she's a wonderful <laughs> woman um but yeah she like all four foot nothing 80 pounds soaking wet of her comes out and she's like, sir, you need to leave. And his response was, it's Trump's America now. And she was like, if you do not leave, I'm calling the police. Like, (gasps) this is harassment. You need to get out. And he left. But like, I love her. Yep. It was, I've never, she is certified badass. Yes. God. God, I want to talk to her. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, the first sketch of the night was one called Bonjour High. And the premise is that it was a morning talk show in Montreal. It was Quebec. I could oh, totally Quebec. Well, okay, it was, as, as they kept saying, it was in French Canada, as one of them said. <laughs> so, and it was, I was super pumped to see Bowen Yang in the, like, lead spot of a sketch, like the first sketch of the night, I think that's one of the first times that's happened if not the first but yeah I was pumped and I'm like you know what you are gonna you are gonna be a big star you are gonna be you are gonna do well he was good he was good for that him yeah. and also Mikey Day I liked both of them that Mikey Day is just an adorable reactionary piece to any sketch just what why are you doing this it's it, it's the voice in all of our heads but on screen i was just gonna go right into the thin ass bagel that they had when they (laughs) were passing around these bagels that looked like fucking i don't even know hoop earrings basically (laughs) yeah they were like these really dry crackerish looking bagels and then there were oral sex jokes and they were (laughs) it was it was a whole thing they had their faces up in them the segment on the show was uh called drake watch and it was literally just Kate McKinnon and Bowen Yang cutting away to Issa Rae as a reporter who is constantly on Drake watch. And well, she doesn't see Drake, but she she thought he might be there. Like, why is this a segment? 
how is this breaking <laughs> news? <laughs> every time it was, it was Bonjour High. Is what it yeah, was. no. Every time Jean Fred or Fred uh, questioned <laughs> what Bo and Yang was doing, Bo and Yang would just get irate in whatever type of French they were speaking, as Mikey Day stated. It was uh, Kate McKinnon would have to like hold him back in his enraged French. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was good. Um, the next one was uh, a f- an ad for Five Hour Empathy which, you know, it's like five hour energy, except it gives you five hours of empathy that you need as a white person. Um, and it was, it was kind of funny because, um, you know, it was like, who was it that it was, was- uh, Beck Bennett was handed this yes. five hour empathy. Yeah. And five hours of knowing what it was like to be oppressed and feel oppressed was too much for him. And, and so he was just like, oh yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> he was going to any length to not have to drink this five-hour empathy. And then his wife, Heidi Gardner, who is rapidly becoming one of my absolute favorite cast members. Me too. Oh my God. Like, she is so talented. Right? Um, she comes in and honey what's wrong are there too many football players kneeling on tv again (laughs) i loved that it was perfect and then she's offered the five-hour empathy to which point she says oh no no i don't need that i'm a woman it's basically the same well no it's not but (laughs) it was just so smoothly done and so yeah i really this was probably one of the best commercials i've seen from them in a while it was good and um who I watch with, she was like, oh, this reminds me of the um, Excedrin for racial tension headaches ad that they did with uh, Queen Latifah. And it was like kind of the same thing. Like you're at work and you have a headache from all this. Well, there you go. (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. And I actually don't remember that. I'll have to watch that after we record. The next sketch that we went into was a fancy date that Issa Rae was on with Chris Red, And she's talking about how she doesn't really date all that much and how this is such a nice place. And uh, he's like, well, I'm glad that I could take you somewhere nice. And they see, it seems to be going really well. It's very cute. And then they were approached by Keaton Thompson, who is walking around the streets, looks like he may be experiencing homelessness and he is selling flowers. And it's clear that he knows he approaches the table. He knows Issa Rae's character. I can't remember her name. It was Sharon. Sharon. Okay. So he notices Sharon and he walks up and he comments on her titty meat and her toes. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Every time someone referenced her titty meat, it was like, what? wait, what? And halfway through the sketch, when they were all talking about that, I'm like, wait, she knows them from work. Like, is her work OnlyFans or something? Like, where is this going? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. There's also one of the things he said was, got them yams all out. And it was just so fucking funny coming from him. He's so good at that. But her job was, in fact, the first woman of color, Times Square Elsa. (laughs) Which I thought was... Is he a, about he, right. <laughs> Davidson played another ex of Sharon's. He was Karate Man. And the best line for me in this was Chris Ray going, look, man. He goes, hey, that's look, Karate Man. It was something of the sort. 
Pete Davidson is also being really well used this season yeah. so far. Like he's in a lot more. He's not just like a baby cast member. I don't know. It feels like he's actually doing it. He's got his shit figured out a little bit more. And the third and final person that recognizes Sharon is uh, Bowen Yang, who is a 10 man robot. And uh, again, he was amazing in this sketch as well. It's just his versatility is just so, so good. Um, yeah. It, they, again, referencing the titty meat and her toes. I, I lost it every time they said that. And the date seems to be wrapping up. And Chris Red's kind of like, I don't know. And Sharon's like, yo, it's, you know what? Let's, I'm having fun. Let's just do this. And a woman approaches the table and recognizes Chris Red, at which point it is, the sketch is over and it just kind of zooms out. Yeah, that was good. And then we went into um, Justin Bieber's first performance featuring Chance the Rapper. It was, uh, I, what, what song was it? To be honest. Halo. Halo. Yeah. No, holy, holy, holy. It was holy. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It was holy. I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Chance the Rapper. I see. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. The Justin Bieber song, I liked it. It did feel like something that would have been released like 10, 12 years ago. It felt very <laughs> classic Bieber to me. I don't know. But I'm not exactly his demographic. So. I understand that that performance wasn't really for me. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a bad performance. I liked it. His voice, he, I don't know, he, he wasn't terrible. Um, no, this set was cute too. It reminded me of the end scene in Romeo plus Juliet. I don't know if, <laughs> like the Baz Lorben, where, because um, he had that like cross that was like a neon sign and for some reason my mind just went oh Claire Danes and Leo DiCaprio in the 90s yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was yeah actually yeah so we went into Weekend Update and honestly Weekend Update has consistently been my favorite part of the show well for most of the time I've watched it but definitely this season they've been doing really good yeah, I feel like at this point, because I know that Jost and Shay have both talked about leaving after the election. And so I feel like they know they're in the home stretch at this point. So it's kind of like, whatever, we're going to make the jokes. We're going to make people groan. We're going to make people uncomfortable and we're going to make each other laugh. And what are they going to do? Fire us three weeks before we're leaving? You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They made jokes about Donald Trump's rallies where they uh, were... Uh, politician crowd surfed the second wave that was insane how did i not know that was a thing that happened right that's how insane the news has been lately it's yeah uh, i thought michael chase joke about uh and i thought him going after nbc for hosting the donald trump town hall at the same time as biden's i really liked that i thought it was fitting Mm -hmm. but I thought the what can you say we have a type joke and showing pictures of Bill Cosby, Matt Lauer, and Donald Trump was, I shrieked. It was so perfect. It was great. I love that. They also made fun of Kanye running for president saying that if it's like the equivalent would be in the election between Kennedy and Nixon. It's like if people were like, yeah, I don't really like them. What if we what if we ran Little Richard? Like that is about that. That's literally it. It's what the fuck. One of my notes was the line, those messy bitches at C-SPAN. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. 
And then we had Eric and Don Jr., Alex Moffat, and Mikey Day. And this is a segment that never gets old for me. I, I don't know. I, I love it. It's good. I do like it. I really liked Eric's cute. And they also had, um, oh, my fucking God. The fact that it was wet. <laughs> yeah. He's like, have you been chewing? On- no. <laughs> he was drinking Purell. Thought that was absolutely hilarious although he got it on his mic which fucked up his audio for the rest of the sketch which sucked yeah i was like oh shit (laughs) right although i did appreciate the one woman in the audience shrieking or screaming when he started drinking the purell quote unquote it was not actually purell it was water but um yeah she was "Ah!" it's like it's not real lady oh but yeah then tiffany trump was in it as well that was chloe Feynman. yeah i love her she's good that, um. that was good. I liked High Not Vanka. <laughs> I also like that Eric and Tiffany are like finishing each other's sentences and they're perfect for each other. It's like they're making, I mean, I feel, I, I feel bad for Tiffany. At the same time, I, I, I don't know. She's part of the clan. She doesn't, oh, I shouldn't say part of the clan. She's part of the group. Uh, she's part of the group. She doesn't wear, she didn't wear a mask at the debate. I don't know. Speaking of part of the clan, there was that joke that Che made about if you want to see, what was it? Like, if you want to see pictures of the KKK, just go to Ancestry.com and type in Jost. Yes. <laughs> I... Oh my God. Another joke that Michael Che had, and he acknowledged at this point the audience not really, not really being the best audience they had had at this point by <laughs> prefacing a joke with, oh, you're going to love this one. And saying that Fisher Price has created the world's largest online toy museum, where previously the largest toy museum was Neverland Ranch. And the audience just groaned and the look of delight on Michael Che's face when he got the reaction he knew he was going to get was, oh my God, it made me giggle. Like at this point, the part of Weekend Update, like that makes me laugh the most are their reactions. Like the jokes are good, but they're good at eliciting reactions out of each other and the audience. Yeah. And once they discovered that and knew that was their strong point, that's when they've hit their stride. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also think we skipped over the other joke that I liked was when they're talking about the 21-year-old lemur that ex- escaped, and then it was just a picture of Timothy Chalamet, or alternatively, I think his name's pronounced Timothee Chalamet. I don't know if that's true, if that's just something I read on Twitter. <laughs> well, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say Timothee Chalamet, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Timothy. But it's, but hey, let us know, satinatehigh at gmail. How to pronounce this little shit's name. God, he's such a twerp. I don't know. He just looks smarmy. <laughs> he is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Weekend Update ended with uh, an 80s Coke mom Carla or something of the sort. Yeah. And- it was Heidi Gardner again. Perfect. And yeah, it was a lot like her boxer girlfriend Weekend Update role, but this is more if boxer girlfriend is david o russell's the fighter this was david o russell's american hustle and i do believe they she made a joke at the end directed by david o russell but i could be wrong or there was a joke at the end she kept powdering her nose which was just like hoovering coke in her powder (laughs) container thing which i liked as update as a as the camera panned out as it zoomed out Che grabbed the mirror and was like sniffing it. It was like, ha ha, that's funny. Yeah. 
but yeah so then it went into a little like show called your voice chicago and they're talking about politics it was interesting yeah i it was i think the premise of the joke was a few years back Issa ray made a comment about backing black no matter what or something of the sort something to that effect and so this was kind of mocking that and she was admitting in this sketch okay maybe that is not the best policy to have because every black candidate that was put forward was a little out there um she was constantly contradicting herself in terms of you know their uh, i guess Kenan thompson showed a fo- showed two photos a rich looking white man and a black dude in a button-down shirt and jeans and they were talking about oh a millionaire or someone that started his own business and she's like oh someone that started his own business you can't have millionaires and Kanan thompson points out that the young black man is the millionaire as he has a self-owned or a startup business and she immediately switches her positions as soon as she finds out every qualifying detail on every candidate but the punchline of the joke was uh that it's joe biden donald trump or kanye west and her reaction is like even she thinks kanye west is like bullshit don't vote for kanye and i should say oh did she say f kanye she did yeah so i thought that i thought that was funny i thought again the audience didn't really get it i saw something on reddit a few days before the episode that was like god i hope they don't pack the audience like they did with bts and the first time bieber was there and everyone's like yeah that would suck hope they keep up with the first responder thing and last night it was apparent a few minutes or at least a few sketches in it was like oh no they they packed the audience yeah we've talked about this we're going in circles (laughs) then the next thing was it was a little it was like a flashback to earlier this week and it was kyle mooney um standing outside justin bieber's um, dressing room he was trying to get in on the performance it seems like and Issa Rae was there too it was good and then Chance came and I'm pretty sure Kyle Mooney said Mr. The Rapper which yes. was pretty good <laughs> that killed me I loved it <laughs> Chance shows up he does his own little dance off he's like oh guys are you trying to get in the performance blah 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 tell him I, tell him I stopped by and then he like dances off it was very cute the sketch took a turn though <laughs> yeah um then i guess an nbc employee came and informed kyle mooney that he tested positive for covid <laughs> which was kind of weird I, i'm not really sure how i felt about that whole thing because i'm like well this is just making it seem like they all hang out before they get the results which is mm, irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> but yeah then it went into justin bieber's second um performance yeah um which we talked about a little bit before a little worried for that man he was so emotional yeah. um, and it started in his dressing room which was weird it started in the dressing room and it tracked through the empty hallways of saturday night live to the nearly empty stage his friend they was playing piano but it was just justin bieber and a piano which i also really liked because i don't think i've ever heard his voice so stripped down like that yeah it was it was sad it was a tone that you don't normally see in a musical performance on Saturday Night Live. Like, normally it doesn't go that dark. 
especially from Justin Bieber, it was the last thing I was expecting. Yeah, I I was shocked. And honestly, that kind of made me pay attention a little more simply because I wasn't expecting it. This isn't just your, I'm gonna go up, spin around and dance for a bit. We went into a sketch where it started off as a commercial for like a local diner uh, called Jack Flats. And then the diner commercial is shortly thereafter hijacked by a local, by a group of local uh, radicals who are demanding the Jack Flats open or they will kidnap the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. And all the threats were really high pitched and like all the men were like, yeah, we need, we need this open. We need our bacon. We need this. We're going to whatever and be American and we're going to kidnap the governor. And like every time they made a threat, it was like whispered, high pitched. It wasn't totally apparent what they said. I, I I thought that was a really funny take on what happened this past week when it was revealed there was a plot to kidnap multiple governors of multiple states. Because that's the thing that apparently happens in America now. Yeah, I thought it was, it was, I don't know. It was definitely an interesting way for them to, to joke about it. Right. Um, and- one thing that I liked was just how they had like, like in the background a flag an american flag and they use like a blue pen to color in one of the white stripes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i did not see the blue pen i have to go back and look for that i just honestly i saw it and i was like okay it's a blue lives matter live uh blue lives matter flag uh, blue lives much- matter live saturday night live live yeah live. right <laughs> yeah it's like it was a i was like oh okay i know what that is i don't need to pay attention to it no, i was like i know what that is but that's not how it normally looks <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was uh kanan thompson played a pedophile militia man which i really thought was really very understated i was like wait a minute what is going on on the left oh my god they and there was a woman who was invited she was i thought that she was the um waitress okay okay so she was the waitress and she said that one of the men in the group offered her a thousand dollars and to put her in the movie and then halfway through she was like is this a porno because i don't even care i just want the thousand dollars (laughs) and i laughed at that so hard yeah that was good the next one was um the ebay commercial (laughs) about quarantine hobbies yeah i mean i i appreciated it i know a lot of people that have like they went out and they were like i'm gonna start a new hobby during this quarantine and i find it really ironic because i understood it but all of the hobbies that we've picked up during quarantine we've pretty much kept like i picked up podcasting and switch picked up woodworking it's like damn i picked up exercising but then i dropped it so fucking hard like literally could not have dropped it any harder (laughs) and that it was basically about how to sell your hobbies that you didn't touch over the past six months and if there was ever a time for you to touch your hobbies it was going to be when you were home for six months some of the examples were elliptical cross stitch boxing guitar roller skates a harp i thought it was kind of funny at the end where they were like, this commercial doesn't apply to you if you worked or had kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, as someone who worked part home, part at work for most of the quarantine time, like, I, I get it. Like, I didn't have as much free time as other people did. And, you know, yeah. But yeah, I, thought, I thought that was very funny and very on the nose. But yeah. Yeah, very on the nose. What was your worst sketch of the night? worst sketch of the night um that's a good question i'm gonna go probably 
let's say the dueling town halls. Same. I don't know. For the first sketch of the night, not the best. No, it I it's like I got what they were trying to do, but it felt obligatory and it just I don't know, I felt like there could have been more life to it. No, I, I agree that I agree with you that it just got this show off to a slow start and it really left it up to Issa Rae in the monologue to kick things off, which can be difficult if you're a first time host and you're nervous, but I think she did a good job. What was your best sketch of the night? I don't know. I guess I'm probably between the five hour empathy and weekend update, if you can count that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I, I agree that five hour empathy what message it got across and weekend update was just fun it was just yeah it was just a good time i will say my favorites though were probably either i I don't know i really liked fancy date and i thought bonjour high i think that could be like the new californians bonjour high was good i was considering that (laughs) yeah so it's like it was just weird Yeah, it was weird, but I liked that they put something so weird in such a prominent spot. Like, that gives me a lot of hope for this next generation of SNL babies. It's like, okay, they're trying some stuff. Yeah, I appreciated it. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, You can find us on all major pod platforms. And when you are on the pod platforms, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing, reviewing, etc., our at is at Sat Night High Pod. We are on most major social media sites, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, except on Twitter, night is going to be spelled N-I-T-E because of character limit. We mentioned our Gmail earlier. If you want to send us stories, they can be anonymous. We will not reveal any information you do not want us to. Our Gmail is Sat Night High Pod. Yeah, just reach out, you know, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram anything um just give us something to talk about you know what are you doing for halloween please tell me what are you doing for halloween i love talking about halloween i am in such a halloween mood (laughs) yeah no halloween it's coming halloween uh but yeah so satnighthypod.com ah yeah that's our website um (laughs) yeah but other than that that's it for me i'm gilda And I'm Steph. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.